Hey everybody, welcome back to Real and Redeemed. I'm Kristen. And I'm James. And today's podcast topic, if you couldn't tell by the title, is money. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, I don't know. We just felt like this was a really timely word, a timely topic, because Christmas time is like the most popular time <laughs> to spend loads of money. Oh yes, it's a money-filled season with lots of gift giving, which is... A fun time of year, but it's also important to be very smart with that. We're going to talk about that today. We're just going to talk about like what the Bible says about money, um, you know, placing God in his place, which is number one in our life, and not placing money in the place of God, and just a bunch of stuff um, to do with money. Yeah, so, we also just kind of want to give some like tips to with budgeting and stuff like that. Yeah. We are not experts by any means, Definitely but <laughs> we can share the little knowledge that we have. Um and yeah, so we just kind of wanted to pass that on as well yes. to give some practical and biblical advice through this. We hope that you guys will <laughs> like this episode. If you do, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, and share it on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media platform that you may have. And let's get into it. <laughs> to kind of start this off, I think that we just wanted to really establish the importance of keeping money in its proper place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that the largest lower case G for God probably in the entire world right now is money. Mm-hmm. And money, it does have importance. Of course, you need money to survive and be able to pay for food and, you know, a roof over your head and all that stuff. Yeah. But that's not our God and it never should be. And so we wanted to kind of touch more on that to begin with and get things in their proper place because that's really the most important thing that we can do. So Yeah, I think it's really important to consistently remind yourself, like, money is not God. God is God. And just you're not serving money Um, you're serving Jesus. Yeah, that's why in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21, Jesus has this to say about our treasures and really where those lie. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Mm -hmm. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah, so it's so important for our treasure to always be in heaven. That's where our treasure always should be as believers. And if we keep our treasure there, everything else falls into place. And it really can help align us with where our mindset should be with money when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Our treasure is in heaven, you guys. Like, things of this world are so fleeting. Money (laughs) is fleeting. A fleeting thing, chasing money, is you're not chasing happiness, Um, you know. When you chase Jesus and you pursue Jesus, like, you're pursuing true life and joy and life more abundantly. But when you're pursuing money, um, you know, in the Bible it says money is the root of all kinds of evil. Now, money in itself isn't evil. Like, you know, we need money, but it's like God knows, you know, and he has always known that money is going to be something that is going to cause people to sin it's going to be cause people to be greedy it's going to cause a lot of you know strife and a lot of stuff and you know we see that in our world people just cheating each other the things that people do for money are absolutely sickening oh yeah and i think you even look at any most movies these days and especially like action-packed ones you know the evil and wicked things people do in these movies for money 
it's just insane. And that's obviously a real world issue. And you even look at Jesus getting put to the cross. Judas sold him out for money. Yeah. It was greed that really brought them to that Can we just say point. it wasn't even that much? Like, come on. <laughs> like, I mean, literally. That's so, besides the point. Obviously, yeah. he should not have sold Jesus out for any amount of money. But I was just <laughs> like, really? that? Okay, when I read it in the Bible, like for myself, for the first time, I was like, really? That amount? Like, I mean, I guess in biblical times, that was probably a lot. I mean, I don't know. But I was just like, really? Wow. This ne- never enough of... to sell out Jesus. No. But... <laughs> sick- it's just like sickening. I don't even oh. know. Just the stuff that goes on in this world because of greed and money. Love of money is really why you see there's so many workaholics these days. Yeah. And it's such a hard thing that there is an importance to hard work. And I know that biblically that is very true and mm-hmm. that you know it is good for us to work hard to put food on the table provide for our families and oh, stuff yeah. but you have to know when to draw the line and i know that for the love of money people will work crazy long hours like all the time just obsessed with getting that next paycheck making more money getting to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars getting to a million dollars salary you know yeah like you also see a lot of people choosing career paths for money like oh i'm just gonna become this because i think it'll make me a lot of money like not even following your heart not following what god wants some people you know like christians i've seen christians that's that's something i was gonna say is like how many people have walked away from what god was calling them to do for money yeah you actually see this in the scripture where jesus tells the rich young ruler it's just like he's like what must i do to like be saved and he's just like sell all your possessions and follow me Uh and he couldn't do it. He's like, like he, oh. He had such, yeah, like the <laughs> things of this world had such a tight grip on him that it wasn't worth it to sacrifice those to follow Jesus. It wasn't worth mm-hmm. it to, you know, sell all of those, give it to the poor to follow Jesus and be poor, you know, be broken following Jesus. You're going to be so much better off broken following Jesus than you would be with, you know, a billion dollars, billion dollars <laughs> in the bank. And yeah, it's a shame that so many people really have walked away from true joy that's yeah. found in their following their call true joy that's found in going where god is calling you and not staying in a place stuck for the love of money and that's mm-hmm. people in the church and that's people you know outside of the church as well and it's very sad and yeah i mean i think too like you see so many extremely rich celebrities and extremely rich people that kill themselves and you know, it just kind of proves, like, yeah, money is not doesn't buy happiness. You know, that's been a saying for years, but it's so true. Like, you know, I think of, like, Demi Lovato, who has so much money, and she's just, you know, she's been through so much in her life, and it, you know, it doesn't fix that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't fill a God-sized hole with money. I listen to um, Melina Ciciotti and her husband's podcast sometimes, and in their podcast, they said um, one of the most important things that they believe and follow is that it's not their money, it's God's money. And I think that listening to that even recently, um, you know, especially as we are taking a big financial step and walking out in faith, um, our calling, when James is leaving his secure job and everything, you know, that our money is God's money and it doesn't belong to us in the first place. So don't be like, you know, super upset if it leaves you for some reason. And then don't be like chasing it down so much that you're just like would do anything to get it. You know, it's like it needs to be in its proper place. Like we've been saying it this whole time. But, and because money doesn't buy happiness. Money is not Jesus. 
and pursuing money is not going to make you happy. Like, you know, unless literally God's calling you to something that makes you a lot of money. But, yeah. like, even then, God calls us to use our money in certain ways. And I think this is a good time to segue into those ways because the Bible does talk about basic principles of money. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah, so the uh, next biblical principle that we wanted to get to with finances is tithing. Yeah. We are instructed in Proverbs to give the first fruits of our produce, like the first of our labor. income and the fruits of our labor to mm-hmm. God. And, you know, we personally, we do 10% and that's what we were raised on. I believe that's actually what tithe is like a 10th yeah. uh, of your pay. So that's really what we personally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people have different opinions and beliefs as far as how much you should tithe or some people believe it's just kind of up to your discretion. Yeah. Um, so that's, we're not here necessarily to discuss the necessity. No, I think like that's between you and God. Yeah. I mean, what, like, what you're giving to the Lord money wise, um, that's between you and God, but it is biblical to give to money yeah. to the Lord, like give money back to the church or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's very important to give back no matter what your financial state looks like, whether mm-hmm. you're making, you know, 10,000 a year or you're making a million dollars a year. Yeah. It's giving the first fruits of that to God. No matter what, you got to give to him because like Kristen just mentioned earlier, what the money we have, it's not ours, it's his to begin with. Yeah. And he has just entrusted us with that. You know, how we use that resource that he has blessed us with. And it's so important that we are so wise with that. And we are called, mm-hmm. I mean, you see all throughout Proverbs the importance of wisdom. And especially when it comes to money, we should be wise with it. Because God's blessing and entrusting you with that. Yeah. In the Bible, it says, like, when you're faithful in the little things, you're going to, you know, then he'll start entrusting you with the big things. So if you're faithful, if you make, like, $10 and you give $1 away, um, if you're faithful even in that, like, and you just keep being faithful, not only is that going to bless the Lord, but it's going to bless you because... When we're walking in obedience, I just believe that there's a blessing and an anointing in that. And I'm not saying a blessing in the means of, like, you're going to be filthy rich and, you know, I'm not preaching prosperity gospel. Um, but I'm saying, like, you'll be blessed when, when God's proud of you and God is, like, pleased with you. You know, when you're following his word, he's pleased. So, yeah. Yeah, and actually you see in Malachi 3, verse 10, it says, Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. So there is blessing in obedience. And this is the only time you see God say, put me to the test. Put me to the test if I'll come through. If you are obedient, if you're willing to give your tithe, even when it's hard, even when you don't want to give that. And if you're faithful with the little things, if you're faithful with the little, even if you're making just $100 a year. If you're faithful with the $100 mm-hmm. that you have, you God can trust you to be faithful with more. Yeah, and exactly. I think that it's, it's so important that we just get this right, you know? In Proverbs, basically just as much as you see, you know, talking about wisdom and really the blessing in wisdom, you're seeing them talking about like fools and people mm-hmm. who are living foolish and the sluggards and all of that. And so it's kind of a mirror thing. Like you got one side or the other. Mm -hmm. And so it is important that we walk in wisdom, that we walk in faith and trust and to God with what we have Mm -hmm. and that we are not foolish with that and that we don't just waste it away and we're not selfish with it, trying to hoard it for ourselves Yeah, because that's not what it's designed for. Yeah. 
But that is actually a great one to get into the next biblical principle, though, since James talked about hoarding it for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, is actually it is biblical to save money as well as tithe money. So we're going to pull up that scripture to share with you guys about saving and what the Bible says about saving money. So it's 1 Corinthians 16, 2. On the first day of each week, each of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up so that when I ha- when I come, no collections will have to be made. Yeah, and actually on top of that one, um, in Proverbs 21, verse 20, it says, The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Yeah, so it's not a sin to be wealthy. Absolutely not. But it's a sin to be selfish with your money. It's a sin to not give it back to the Lord, you know. It's a sin to be greedy. And so, yeah, and it's not a save or well, it's not a sin and it's not a sin to save your money either. Like God wants us to save. He wants us to invest, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but he doesn't, you know, he calls us to use money in the proper ways. And honestly, what a blessing because um, I think we all need direction with money. <laughs> oh, yeah. And gosh, especially, you know, we're newlyweds. So, you know, we've, of course, like most Christians have done. Dave Ramsey, we haven't done his course, but we follow like a lot of little principles. I grew up on the Dave Ramsey principles. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. My parents taught me from a young age the 10% savings, 10% to God. And then the rest is what you live off of, you know, yep. when, when I didn't have like to pay for rent, it was easier to save a lot more than the 10%, obviously, but we do incorporate those principles of, you know, 10, our first 10%, that's going to tithe yep. our next 10%, that's going to our savings. And then after that, that's what we're living off of. And yep. I think if we can, if you adapt those principles, it sets yourself up for so much more financial success and financial freedom. Yeah. When you know you have that money in the bank that you can, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can save, you know, for us, for a house one day or, yeah. you know, to have that in the bank to buy a car, you know. For no emergencies what, too. Dave yeah. Ramsey talks about emergency fund. We'll get into the more practical tips later. But yeah, um, all of that is super wise. And I think Dave Ramsey does a great job of, helping you be wise with your money and it's really important like god's entrusting you with this what are you going to do with what god's entrusting you with you know and i think that it's great to have that guidance from um he is a christian so that's awesome too um that to have that guidance from a godly man is pretty great so the next one um that we want to talk about that the bible talks about is investing your money now I feel like this is so weird and almost hypocritical for us to talk about because we don't have investments right now, really, right? No, it's not something that we have done yet. It's something that we really need and want to start doing. And we're talking about investments as in like growing interest. And the Bible actually has a parable talking about this. Yes, that parable is found in Matthew. Yeah. Um, I don't. Do you want me to read the entire thing? No, I can, we can just summarize it. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just summarize it for them? Yeah, so there's basically... Three this, people, right? Yeah, there's three. Right? Yeah, there's three. <laughs> wow i actually knew the bible a little better than i was like wait i'm questioning myself <laughs> basically a master he gave to three servants uh different sums of money it's one i think it was five of whatever it was just say five i thought it was the same each no it was different amount to each of them oh okay um and so he gave you know five to this one person three to this other and one to the other yeah and so the person with five they went and made investments with that 
And so he came back later on and was like asking for his money and see what fruits of the labor he had done. And he showed him, I don't remember exactly how much he had, but right. the profits he made. And then same thing with the person with three. But then the person who only had one had just gone and buried it and huh. came back with only the one. He's like, well, I was afraid. I knew you were like a stern man and stuff. Yeah. And so he clung onto it too tightly too. Yeah. That's and, another kind of little lesson in there. But yeah. And so rather than, you know, going and investing in what he was given and what he was entrusted with, he dwindled it and just hit it. And, you know, so I think that there is like knowledge to be gleaned that, you know, with what we're entrusted with from God, like, yeah, we save it. And yeah, we can go and make investments with that. Mm-hmm. that will pay off in the future and just making wise investments with it, I should say. Yeah, I what? think, too, like, investments are different for, like, each person. Like, I guess you can view it in different ways. Um, I don't know. I'd love to, if you guys are watching this on YouTube or if you want to go comment on YouTube, um, I'd love to know the ways that you guys invest your money. Um, if you, like, feel comfortable sharing, I'm like, that's, like, a weird thing to ask someone to share. So if you want to share and you're comfortable, go ahead. If you want, have a conversation. But, um... I mean, I view, like, investing in our health is, like, an investment because we're able to work more because if our health is good, our body's good, like, we're able to do more with that. I view investing in, like, and we just bought, like, a Cricut machine because we want to make our own merch. That was, like, an investment for us. But as for, like, investing in the stock market and stuff like that, like, we haven't really done stuff like that. Yeah, and you can just invest in, like, you know, retirement fund or yeah. just whatever different things. There's obviously a lot out there in the oh, yeah. stuff that we're going to be looking more into in the future. Oh, for sure. That's definitely something to look into. Um, we don't have as much personal experience with it, obviously. But, um, yeah, we're going to be looking into that ourselves. The next one, which is this is going to be the last main one that we talk about, like, biblical principle-wise. And then we're going to kind of give some, like, practical tips that we've done and like things that we've learned and yada 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 but we've saved i feel like the most stepping on your toes one for last which is debt oof gosh yeah i think it's oh my gosh and like i just want to preface i feel like a lot of people have debt so um anything that we say we're not judging you we like we understand that like there are so many circumstances where debt just like happens and yeah so don't feel judged we love you like hopefully tips that we use in this video later or things that we point you guys to like resources can maybe help you get out of debt um but as of right now and in jesus name we will never will be hopefully in debt but james and i are not in debt we have no debt um I was extremely blessed, though. Like, my dad did bless me with paying for my college. Um, That's something that meant a lot to him. And he paid for my sister and I's both college. And, I mean, I'm so grateful for that. I mean, I really am. I'm, like, don't take that for granted. And I thank him. Maybe I don't thank him enough. So, Dad, if you're listening to this, thank you. I love you so much. Um, I need to text him after this, I feel like, because it's such a blessing. I see a lot of my friends struggling to pay for college or in thousands and thousands of dollars of debt. And, goodness, like, I can't imagine because that's so stressful um, to deal with. But, yeah, we are not currently in any debt and stuff, which we're super grateful for. Yeah, we're very blessed for the financial position we're in in that manner that we've never – you know, been in debt and or anything like that. And Mm-mm. so we've been very fortunate with that. But, you know, I think that most people at one point in their life, they have been in debt. And mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> if you get a mortgage on a house, you're in debt. And yeah. 
that's something that we make very normal. Which you could that's also view that as an investment as well. So I get like I'm not we're not yeah. saying that oh, that's no. like a sin completely or anything. Oh no, we're I'm just not saying, saying like that is a still it is a yeah. debt though. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not saying it's a bad thing to go and get go purchase a house and yeah, take Dave out a mortgage. Ra- Dave Ramsey will tell you to go buy a house. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm not saying that at all, but it's just crazy that, you know, every, the amount of debt that is out there. I just remember actually going to my cousin's graduation and I was sitting with his <laughs> wife and <laughs> this is a very nice school. I'm not going to name what school it was, but we're, she just looked to me and she's just like, I just can't imagine how much debt is in this room right now. And probably like, like literally mil- over. Oh yeah. Easily. easily. I feel like that's something that it's very hard because a lot of people, that's their only option is to go into debt to go to school. Right. But, I mean, who uh, has like 40 grand a year to just be like, okay, I'm paying in cash. <laughs> like what 18 year old yeah. has that? Like that's pretty <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think uh, something that is a very slippery slope for most people and that is credit cards. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is where a lot of people can unintentionally get themselves into trouble. And I'm not shaming anyone if you've been there. Yeah. I think um, it's just something yeah. that we need to be very aware of when we do go get credit cards or if we do go get credit cards because it can be easy to swipe and not think yeah and you know not know that we have the money to pay off that card and just kind of go pay for something else with it i know that that is something for so many people that is really enslaving in some ways yeah because you know they're walking around with so much debt from credit cards for james and i personally with debt and like this way like the credit card stuff we don't have credit card debt. Um, we're going to be talking about, um, if you do follow Dave Ramsey, you would know that he doesn't believe in credit cards. Uh, we don't necessarily not believe in credit cards. I feel like we had to have credit to get this apartment. Like there, I know that there's technically other ways to build credit, but like this is just the fastest way. And yeah, we're not against, I'm personally not against credit cards. I don't think you are either. No, Obviously I'm, we I'm, have them. We're so definitely not against credit cards. It's just about being smart with them because yeah. we're going to get into this in a little bit and that's budgeting. Yeah. And, um, we do a budget and stuff. So we're sticking to our budget as best we can. We have, you know, flexed on it a little bit at times and (laughs) we'll talk more about that in a minute but it's like we know what we're spending so yeah we know that we have the money to pay off the credit card when that statement comes so it's not like oh crap what just happened yeah and i think that's the thing with debt is like you need to be to like a tip to not be in it is like be aware of what you're spending because it adds up so quickly food is expensive a lot of stuff just really adds up like regular like little things just add up oh yeah and it's expensive to live the cost of living in 2020 you guys it ain't cheap and most of you listening to that this podcast know that (laughs) and yeah it's really really important to you know know what you're spending and not be in debt because it's literally biblical to not be in debt like god does not want us to be indebted to anybody and yeah he just he doesn't want that for us so i definitely think it's really important um if you are in debt hopefully these next few tips and tips that we mentioned throughout this video are, or this sorry this podcast goodness gracious uh <laughs> are going to be helpful to you so i think that this would be a really good time to go into some more practical tips or like whatever like stuff that we do and we use one of the first things that we want to mention before we get into like our hardcore solid tips or whatever which i guess this kind of is a tip in itself is dave ramsey (laughs) or another financial advisor yes um preferably one that's like biblically based though because like you want to be making sure you're tithing i mean if that's important to you if you're not a christian or you just you know whatever um then 
I guess you don't have to worry about that, but we're Christians. This is a Christian podcast, so that's why we're bringing that up. But, yeah, yeah. Dave Ramsey has a lot of really good things. We yeah. do not do every single thing Dave Ramsey says. Like, let's just say that. He's not Jesus Christ. He's absolutely not. So, um, but we don't do everything he says, but he has a lot of really good things that you can do to get out of debt. Yeah, he has, uh, it's called Financial Peace University. Mm-hmm. And so I, I haven't gone through it before, um, but I, I know, know that a it's a people. very good resource. A lot of people have loved it. I've listened to, he has a talk show. And he has a I've podcast, list- yeah. Yeah, so I've listened to that some before and it's the some good stuff. And it's really, oh yeah. And people will call in. It's like, oh, we paid off this much. 40 grand money. of debt. And then they have like grand. the, oh, I'm debt free. <laughs> like, freedom. It's pretty great. Yeah, you're going to literally great. kill people's ears I know. like that. Sorry, everybody. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it's he's a good resource in just any of the financial advisors. Go check them out. And you don't have to follow everything to a T. We don't. I mean, you, not don't, like we have, you don't have to do take, what we do either. But, yeah, <laughs> you can just take some good principles from that. Yes. to kind of get into our next thing and that's really setting a budget and then you can be debt free yeah <laughs> but setting a budget really yeah. is like they'll stress that any of the financial advisors will stress the setting a budget and that's the yes. some that was like the first thing we had done even before we got married was we oh. came up with a budget together yes and again for us like we kind of mentioned earlier we do you know our first 10 percent that goes to tithing 10 percent to savings and then we live off 80 percent of our Mm -hmm. income and that's what we budget from is that like 80 percent and that goes towards all our needs and wants and desires but more so the needs right now so that's kind of where what we have done and and i will just say you guys i can't imagine not budgeting because i feel like we would just have no idea and i feel like we wouldn't be being intentional with our money either and like knowing where it's going and just being like smart and wise with it if we're just like oh yeah like we think that this is a good amount to spend on groceries so let's spend that or we think that this is a good amount to spend on this so let's spend that it's like even if you don't think it's that much it's like when you actually look at like your income and then you look at like okay where are we at after this like after all these things that we need to pay like yeah sitting down and like doing like item by item like okay rent utilities yeah um you know blah blah blah, and like having like a budget for literally like each thing like that's what we do and that's what i feel like we needed to do and i think that's what like honestly a lot of people should probably do that's what dave ramsey has recommended yeah um not like he's jesus again but you know i just think he's smart so yeah yeah (laughs) i would definitely say that you know whether you're single or you're married yeah if you're married you got to do this together with your spouse. You yes. cannot have one of you trying to budget and the other not because it just won't work. That'd be and like, there is a reason that, you know, yeah. probably the number one thing couples fight about is finances. Mm-hmm. And so you got to sit down together and preferably if you're not married yet, but you're engaged to someone or whatever, you're going to do this before you get married. Yep. But if you're married and you're, you know, wanting to get on track with a budget, sit down together, write out all your needs, your expenses, all the different expenses first, and then mm-hmm. write out kind of the different things you'd like to a lot money for you know yearly or monthly you know whatever it is yeah. you know we have our own personal things that we want to be able to buy and stuff each month and or year or whatever but you know make a list of all those and then first just start allotting you know in your budget first the expenses and then see what's left after that and see you know what your wants are to kind of prioritize those get on the same page with your spouse in uh, like agreeable amounts for any of those and then um yeah and i think budgeting for paying off debts too is really important for sure um and we use the every dollar app um that's really helped us um 
and we it's basically like every dollar so basically you know where every dollar goes is the whole point of it um but there is like a little um feature where you can like track your like kind of like you help it helps you like pay off your debts like you track how much you're paying off of your debts each month yeah um that's one of the biggest things that dave ramsey focuses on is like being debt free like helping you pay off your debts and stuff like that but we don't have like we don't use that feature because we don't really have debts right now praise the lord so yeah i feel like that like debt is something i would include in your expenses yes um you know this is just me personally talking that should be a monthly expense that okay we're going to be chipping away Every single month, this debt that we have, you know, no matter how large or small it is, mm-hmm. you want to be chipping away at that and as fast as you can get out of that debt. Yeah, and I think Dave Ramsey says just start with your smallest debts and then work your way up to your bigger ones. Budgeting is really important, especially, guys, if you're single, like, it's still important to budget because... Yeah, I always did, actually. Yeah. Like, I, my parents taught me, like, from a young age, I think I already mentioned this was, you know, the Dave Ramsey method of the 10 10 but... Um, I did that, you know, ever since I was really little, like making an allowance. <laughs> so, so cute. I <laughs> just can imagine like a cute little James and his little overalls on a tractor just having, I don't know I, how you had a tractor or an in overalls. your body. I only had overalls like I was really little for a couple times. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like my allowance at the time, you know, was maybe five to ten bucks a week or whatever. Oh my God. And so, I mean, it wasn't like it was a lot, but it's still like, okay, this has to go into tithing. You were breaking tithing. it. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> I was loaded. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like instilling at a young age, you know, just the those principles that yeah. I'm able to carry, you know, the rest of my life like that. And I'm appreciative okay. to my parents that they taught me that and kind of forced me to do that when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want us to do an entire, um, even like, we could just post a video, honestly, of it because, yeah, we could just post it on our YouTube channel because that's where all the podcast audio goes anyway, and you could just direct you guys to that. Um, but we could literally take you through, like, I mean, we're not going to show you our exact budget, but we could take you through, like, a mock-up budget and, like, show you guys, like, what we exactly do and what's worked for us um, within the Every Dollar app. Um, I've also heard good things about the app Mint, I believe. That is a really good one. Um, and, yeah, so budgeting, huge thing. That's our biggest tip. One of the biggest tips. Okay, so we'll just kind of get into like some things that we do to save money, which I guess I feel like a lot of this surrounds budgeting <laughs> because uh, I yeah. think that's really what you know being wise with money. It does boil down to like the budgeting in a yeah a big way because you're managing um, the resource given, and so it's kind of the different things within making that budget and you know ways of saving money. That's a big part of it. And yeah, yeah. We're, so I think like one of the things we do one of our biggest expenses is groceries <laughs> yeah and that's something that we used to shop at a store Meyer, which i don't think that's in every state no it's only like it's, in the midwest i think that's what i thought yeah and they were like it's just a grocery store yeah it's, it's just a crazy. just a grocery store but um their prices they, were a little higher they're a bit higher and we ended up <laughs> randomly going to walmart one day because there was one by where we live and um, I went in there. I saw a lot of the same things that we were buying at Meyer, and it was just a dramatically lower price. I was oh just like, gosh, "What so have much... I been missing? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, we've been saving so much money, and we eat like healthy, you guys. So it is possible to like eat healthy on a budget. 
Um, honestly, for us, it's actually cheaper because gluten-free specialty, like junk food, is more expensive than healthy yeah. food. So <laughs> when we go over on our budget, a lot of time for food is when I'm on my period and I have, like, cravings. And James just goes and runs to VG's, probably another store that's only in the Midwest. That's even higher than, like, Meyer's. Oh, VG's is, is crazy. Ridiculously <laughs> overpriced. It's like $6 for a freaking gallon or a little thing of ice cream. It's ridiculous. But it's like when you have that period craving, which I guess that leads me to another tip would be to have self-control um, because that really does – like that's such that's so much that's, of staying on a budget is having self-control, and, and it's hard. Yeah, and we're called as Christians to live with self-control in all situations, mm-hmm. and it's one of the fruit of the Spirit, and it's something that – I think we naturally don't always have the best self-control and it's something that to work on you just got to press into God and be like Lord would you just help give me self-control to yeah ask yourself the hard questions of like do I really need this yeah like no I think definitely it's like taking an honest look but um yeah ask God to help you but yeah praying for strength to walk in self-control yeah and I think when you do start to take steps in self-control, it really is a, it's a really amazing thing. And it's a good feeling when you're just like, no, nope, I'm not doing that. And you're just like very like sure of yourself and like confident and controlled about it. Um, we'll just be super honest though. Like we definitely like not express self-control in like every single situation, obviously, because we're human and we're not <laughs> perfect. Um, you know, the biggest thing, honestly, that we go over in our budget is groceries. And this year, especially with with the with, pandemic, it was just We couldn't so, shop all the time at the same oh stores we usually do. But, yeah. I things mean, are, like, like, stores were con- consistently out of different things. It was just mm-hmm. like, okay, this is, you know, just making work, basically. But Yeah, but, like, one of our tips would be, like, you know, like, what we mentioned earlier, like, we switched from a more expensive grocery store to a cheaper one, like Walmart. And then there's also Aldi. Aldi, I think, is, like, everywhere, right? Yeah, Aldi's, like, all over the country. Aldi's really great. Um, I mean, Costco has stuff in bulk. Costco, you guys, it can be really expensive, though. And with Costco, just making sure, like, okay, if you get a whole huge bag of popcorn and it's, like, way bigger than something you buy at Target, like, okay, like, maybe realize, like, hey, I can't sit here and eat the whole bag. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've struggled with that. Like, with, like, (laughs) you know, I feel like just rationing out, like, the different little like portions of whatever you're getting because I think that actually helps you save money because the thing that helps you save money with Costco is buying it in like stuff in bulk a lot of time so just making sure you're taking advantage of the bulk and you're not just like treating it like it's the regular size is basically our tip for that but yeah um being really wise about like where you're grocery shopping is like really a big one because I feel like that's a huge expense for (laughs) a lot of people um I think another one would be apartment rent I mean find something that's our things are always like safe healthy and you know clean like we don't want a disgusting like area obviously yeah i mean we've uh had experiences with apartments where one we never saw the mold but there was definitely mold there that kristen was exposed to yeah it it did cause some like health issues and stuff that was quite a few years ago thankfully Mm -hmm. the lord has healed her from all that but um and then this year (laughs) then at the beginning of this year we were in a one that was a very nice apartment that kristen had for a couple years and Mm -hmm. Uh, we ended up finding black mold 
Yeah, it was like, you guys, it was like two feet of it, like on my wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was bad. And I was, we were both actually getting pretty sick from it, but we couldn't see it because it was like behind something. Yes. And so, yeah, we had to move out of that apartment pretty darn quick. And, but the point is that apartment actually was like a little cheaper. And so that was really nice. But then we had to move into an apartment that was more expensive. And I will say, and this was for health reasons. So I think that like, obviously, like you need to prioritize your health and stuff, but we had no choice but to like move out obviously because there's like mold that was making us sick like we had to move out the one that was available (laughs) in like the same like area um was i think 300 dollars more a month or something like that yeah it was you know it was definitely more expensive Mm -hmm. and um and it it ended up (laughs) yeah we feel it but it's like it ended up being you know we were previously in a one bedroom now we're in a two bedroom but it's like just taking what was available at the time and God really blessed us with that, and we're grateful for it. But, oh, yeah. Um, it's a huge it's blessing just... to have two bedrooms, but we definitely do feel it with the rent payment. And um, when we move to Oklahoma, we're not going to be paying as much money as we are now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That'll be a really nice break. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just finding, like, a safe and healthy apartment. Like, don't compromise your safety or your health for to save money because, again, money is not God. But, um, yeah. you know, making – like. You know, we don't need, need, need a two-bedroom apartment. Like, we don't have a baby. We don't, like, I mean, we don't need it necessarily. So, yeah, so definitely if you can find a safe and healthy one for a lower price point, just look at saving money in that way because it's it definitely helps. worthwhile. And it will help for sure. Every little bit of money that you can save in, like, a godly way, like, a good way, you know, helps. So, you know, you don't want to, like, cheat anybody out of any money to, like, save money. You know what I mean? But, like, uh, any little bit that you can save helps. Um like I don't know what other stuff we do I mean I always make sure that like lights are off before we leave I try to make sure like lights are off and then I unplug stuff a lot of the time to like save money we try to keep our thermostat at a certain temperature to help us like you know save on um, energy bill we'll shut it off as much as we can yeah that definitely can help for sure. Obviously, there's times of the year where you either need the heat or the AC. I'm like and, um, desperately bad, and you're like, okay, yeah. let's so, do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't just like not have it on because of that, but if you can keep it off in the, you know, or keep it lower, time, or keep it lower, know. that definitely will help save in that area mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, a really good tip. This is like a little unique, but it's a good tip is to utilize return policies at stores okay because if you have like this little moment of weakness and you're at you know old navy not speaking from experience of black friday no not 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 at all okay i am but you know i bought a lot of stuff and i was like okay yay and then i went home came back down to planet earth and i was like Ooh, okay i spent a little bit too much money i didn't necessarily need this this and this so i'm gonna go return them and then i returned them and yeah I mean, of course, I got that money back, so that's amazing. I think it's, like, important, like, you know, if something breaks and, you know, you just bought it, like, keeping the receipt is awesome because you can go return it or exchange it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stores have great return policies on that kind of stuff. You know, we've saved money on a few things um, by just, you know, like, we have the receipt still. So I was like, okay, if this just broke, like, let's return it. Um, and that honestly has saved us a lot of money. Like, I know it sounds weird, but, like, returning things like actually return them like actually take the time to like make the amazon return actually take the time to like you know ship something back or whatever because it's worth it another thing i would share is you know if you have any random subscriptions or anything that you don't really use or it's something that you don't really need and you could get away with not having it then maybe you consider like canceling those to save that money because like that 
10 15 bucks a month that you could be paying like you could be paying down a debt you know what i mean and it doesn't sound like much but like any little bit counts and any little bit helps so i think that yeah that's a really great tip honey another one which is probably gonna be our last one is if you are noticing that you don't use something in your house try selling it like on facebook marketplace um or poshmark and whatever selling app be be careful though please oh my gosh be (laughs) careful but um yeah i think that would be really helpful to kind of stash that money away for christmas gifts or in your savings account to pay off debts whatever you need whatever you know the lord's leading you to use the money for but i think that that is really helpful um we have Oh my gosh, do we have an enormous pile right now. Well, when of- you're <laughs> looking to move across country, you tend to really get stingy with, okay, am I really going to want this or really going to use this? And uh, I'm losing my little fitness center that's in our apartment office. <laughs> yeah, we're losing our second bedroom, which is our office slash fitness room. So, because gyms in Michigan, like, they're open. I think. Yeah, but ours actually now, but Yeah, but ours actually went out of business. Unfortunately. Which is really sad. That was so, really, really sad. So it was like a small um, family-owned, family so it was pretty cool. They were really nice people, so I was really bummed to see it. Ugh, <sighs> it was yeah. really sad. We're praying for them because it's just sad. But anyway, not to get depressing. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's another good one. <laughs> if you can work out at home, work out at home because gym memberships are expensive too. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I used to have a gym membership, obviously, and then once they closed down, I haven't re gotten one because, you know, we just. One, really, the gyms haven't been fully open, but it was also to save money. I've just been making do at our apartment, and that's kind of what I'll be doing going forward for the time being. It's just kind of being smart about when to go and get that again because again if you have it in your budget where you have room for it mm-hmm. by all means have one if you're going to use it but you know i am someone who would use it but it's just like right now at this time we're like we're just going to hold off on that you yeah know, it just doesn't make sense for us right now even though he really wants it and that's good self-control baby. good <laughs> job i guess that's not exactly a tip but that's just kind of something we do is we always like run stuff by each other when we add, like when we buy them like something um yeah i mean that goes back to you know when you build that budget with your spouse it's like it's your money together it's both your money and i think like even if it's up to you guys how you work your finances when you're married but i believe that you know it's like what Kristen makes is both of ours what i make is both of ours and our money and you know we build our budget with our money like our combined total and you know it's not like she's paying some bills i'm paying some bills it's us together and Uh then so, you know, knowing it's our money yeah. for me to just go out and make like a gym purchase or, you know, whatever it is without talking to Kristen, if it's not in our budget, that's not right or fair. And that's just going to cause issues and strain in your relationship. Well, I think that honestly, I mean, I'm sure we could have more tips, um, but that about covers it, really. Yeah, I think that's about it for this podcast yes thank you guys so much for watching we just pray blessings over you guys financial provisions um don't feel guilty if you're not in the position this year to really go all out for christmas or even like you know buy anything for christmas for people um you know we had to go pretty light for christmas this year um and it was hard for me i am a gift giver for sure like that's my love language but you know, i had to deny my flesh of wanting to buy like tons of gifts for people and just really be intentional and like really thoughtful with the gifts that i could afford to get people or we could afford to get people and yeah. it was we got good gifts for people i feel like you know 
Yeah, so it's just doing what you can with what you have, what you have, the money you have allotted, and if it's not getting anything, that's okay. You know, it's yeah. just it's okay exactly. to go lighter if you have to go lighter, and if you can afford to just go all out, go all out. I mean, yeah, do whatever you want, girl. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever yeah. you can afford, whatever God's leading you to. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. All so. right. So we pray that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys did, give it a big old thumbs up mm-hmm. on YouTube. Subscribe to us on our little things, and then also you can follow our Instagram. It's at Real and Redeemed Podcast. And you can also follow me on Instagram, too, if you want. <laughs> it's at Courageously Kristen. And do you have anything else to add before we go? Yeah, I think that that about sums it up. So I might pray and then okay. we'll end this here. So. All right. Dear God, I just thank you, Lord, that you are king on high, God, that you are just so worthy of all praise, God, that you are so faithful, that you are just, you are loving, and you are kind, God. I thank you for this time of year where we celebrate Jesus. We thank you for him and the life he lived and the death he died that we might be in right standing with you that through his death that we might come into community with you god we just thank you for that gift and we thank you for financial provisions that you have given and i just pray that you help us to steward that wisely that you just give us wisdom to make a realistic good budget that you would just ordain that you have planned for us that we would just use it our finances to bring glory to your name to just bless others to be a generous people with the money the money that you have given god i just thank you for that and i pray for those who are struggling financially that you just meet those financial needs that you come through in amazing ways meet every single need of everyone listening to this and anyone in the world that you just come through and just break out and perform miracles in their lives let the things that seem impossible become possible in their lives through you and that you would just get the glory from it Mm -hmm. glorify your name through miraculous signs through miraculous wonders god We thank you that you are faithful and that you are a God of miracles and that you didn't stop doing miracles after the Bible, that you still perform miracles today Mm -hmm. and that you are performing them right now in the name of Jesus, that you are just bringing healing to someone who needs healing in this moment, that you Mm -hmm. are bringing provision to someone who needs provision, that you are just moving right now in the name of Jesus. We just thank you. We thank you, Lord. I just pray in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to pray real quick, too. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Jesus, for this podcast, for this platform that you've allowed us to have, Jesus. We just pray that your um, holy and precious hand is just on it, that you grow it, and that you just um, use it for your glory, that you use it in people's lives to just bring um, restoration and just, I don't know, speak through us to people and um, just help help us lead and bring people closer to you. Um, it's like that's just our biggest prayer, Lord. I pray for anyone who has finances in the wrong position in their life that you just help them um, put you in your rightful place and put finances in their rightful place. Help them to steward what you've given them well and to remind them that they are redeemed and that they you have great they have grace um, given by you and um, that their value and their purpose and their um, life does not depend on money or the amount of money they have their social status their economic status whatever it is lord but it comes from you your identity their identity comes from you and their worth comes from you and you call them so precious and you thought that they were worth dying for you still do and you just love them so much and just remind them of your love this christmas season as we just remind are reminded of your love for us um as we just worship you and we just thank you so much for um god that you brought jesus into the world and that you um just everything that you've done 
Lord, um, that you're a God of miracles and that you are just so profoundly amazing. And we just thank you for everything that you are, everything that you do. And, um, yeah, we just love you so much. We lift every single need up to you. Um, you know what they are. Just pray for provisions, for peace, for joy, for unity, and just, um, complete, um, just, I'm trying to like find a word, I guess, devotion is what the word I'm looking for, devotion to you, God, I just pray that, um, you just build up a church that is devoted and is courageous and is just going to pursue you no matter what that looks like, and I just pray all of this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We look forward to catching up with you guys next week in another one. Peace. Peace.